Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. St. Patrick's Festival 2023 in London. Grand Marshal of that festival is a woman called... Catherine Casey. And she will also be receiving the Freedom of London in the month of April. This is an incredible honour. Uh, her mum was uh, tweeting about it and there's uh, a lot of articles been written about her work with uh, the Irish in London over uh, the last number of years. Catherine, good morning. Good morning, TPJ. Congratulations on the freedom and indeed on the Grand Master. Tell us a bit about yourself for those who might not be familiar. Um, okay, well, I'm a proud Cork woman, first and foremost. And I left Ireland in 1988. Um, and then when I was just two, obviously, I wouldn't be you know, giving away the, the full age. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that was after I, I graduated from UCC and just went off with big dreams to travel the world and um, you know follow a career at the time in the leisure industry. Um, and it took me into different parts of the world. I was living in Asia, places like Thailand, Malaysia, Singapore, Taiwan. Um, and uh, returned to London, actually, um, in, in sort of, the, I think, 1999 it was. And a few years later, I got involved in the Irish community. And um, my first real sort of significant role with the community was managing the Irish Cultural Centre in Hammersmith, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, the venue that was set up with sort of two aspects to it. One was serving the community from an advice point of view um, and the other was cultural promotion. So promoting you know, the, the music, the dance, uh, film and all aspects of Irish culture. And it was the most incredible role actually because I met so many amazing Irish people during those seven years when I managed that centre um, from all generations. So we were dealing with you know, people who come over in the 50s uh, who'd attend the tea dances they used to hold there twice a month and you'd hear all the stories they had to tell. Some of them were amazing, some of them were sad. Um, and then we had the younger generation coming in, learning Irish dancing and you know, uh, having lessons in traditional Irish music and the Irish language as well. So it was a really incredible part of my life. And then how the connection with the, the St. Patrick's Festival came in, I was actually invited to join the Mayor of London's advisory uh, St. Patrick's Festival Advisory Board uh, back in 2009 and ended up chairing it for, for 10 years actually and um, and then I had the most incredible privilege offered to me uh, recently when they asked me if I'd actually be Grand Marshal for this year's festival so it, it's been uh, an amazing an amazing journey in my community and our community over, over here in London. It is I think something we easily forget possibly young, young younger people might forget it faster. Just how important the Irish are in London. Just how influential they are at all levels and just how ingrained in London the Irish are. Oh, you're so, I mean, 100% correct because um, 
everywhere I look and, you know, even before I became heavily involved with the community myself personally, there are Irish people. You know, they, they're knitted through the spirit of this town uh, in every walk of life, whether it's teaching, nursing, you know, construction, uh, business, everywhere. And what makes um, being Irish so, I think, so special um, is that we have just this relational way about us that helps us navigate, you know, even challenging times, actually. Um, if you go back into the sort of 70s and 80s when things weren't so easy over mm-hmm. here for being Irish, just that way that people have, of, of the Irish people have of, as I said, being relational really serves us, you know, uh, as a nation and um, in, in, the, in the Irish diaspora mm-hmm. as well. Even during the Troubles, and I knew people who lived there during the Troubles, even during the Troubles, the Irish... It was recognised by many, many English people that we weren't terrorists. We were just ordinary people. This crazy nonsense was going on north of the border. We'd no control about it and shouldn't be judged for it. That was the experience of a lot of people, but not everybody. Yeah, that's correct. And the thing is, right, when you look at the the demographic um, of the population in this country, uh, so the island here, actually, in Great Britain, um, or Britain, the... um, so many people, you know, have an Irish connection. So, and that's going back generations. And, you know, I, if I pop into a black cab in London, you know, as soon as they hear my, I open my mouth, and of course I'm a chatterbox because I come from Blarney, mm-hmm. um, they'll say, oh, you've got an Irish accent. And then it'll be like, they'll tell me their Irish story. It could be their grandmother, their great-grandmother, their partners, you know, um, child, you know, all sorts of connections. Um, and they just people love to share their Irish story. So it, it's just, we're sort of, as I said earlier, we're kind of knitted through the history and the fabric of this country. Uh, the connections are much tighter than we perhaps always really realise. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it goes back generations. Yeah. It's like I'm reading here, and I wasn't aware of this. The Mayor of London's St. Patrick's Festival is one of the biggest St. Patrick's Festivals in the world. Tell me a bit about the history of it. Um, so... Okay, it's an interesting history because before it became the Mayor of London's St. Patrick's Festival, it was just the St. Patrick's Parade. Um, and I don't mean just, but that's what it was originally formed as. And that was started back in the 50s. And it was, you know, when the streets were not weren't as friendly as they are now, or as, or as receptive, but these brave souls, you know, would make sure that every year they, they would mark the occasion by, by parading on the streets of London. And so... Um, back in, I think it was 1999, I think, we, the Mayor of London, uh, who was then Ken Livingston, um, had made a promise to the Irish community that he would start to help us deliver a festival that would rival the one that was being um, staged in New York. And to be fair, he, he was true to his word. He, he, did, he did put the funding in, um, and this festival has grown and grown. Um, I think the, the, this year, as far as I, I'm, I'm aware, I think they put about 100,000 into running the festival. And, you know, it's approximately that much every year now. And uh, it's a big part, it's actually the biggest festival that the mayor's office runs in London. They run, you know, festivals for all the communities over here and the different cultures, but the Irish one is, is the largest. Tell me about the Irish in London network. That's something of which you're particularly proud. I am because I started that actually back in 2014. Um, at the time, under the name of Crackett, trying to be clever, um, you know, the idea of cracking London and all that. And I later changed it to Irish and London Network to make it more 
easy for people to find. And I'd set it up originally as a sort of support network for Irish people who are looking, or Irish people and friends of Irish people, actually, who were just looking to see what, what was going on in London with an Irish angle to it. And whether you were coming over, say, moving over here, or whether you were in London and, you know, wanted to see what was going on. There's so many networks, there's so many events, there's so many sporting events, you know, great pubs and, and even Irish restaurants. There's so much going on in this town that's got an Irish um, element to it. Um, I just, there was nowhere you could find it all in one place. So um, we had a website, which we're actually currently redesigning right now, where all of that information was supplied, plus all the social media channels that go with that, you know, the Facebook page and group. Um, as the Irish in London Network, we've got a Twitter, which is Irish in London, and LinkedIn group, which is Irish in London as well. And a very large, um, you know, email database for sending out information as well. Where will you watch the Ireland-England match next Saturday? <laughs> and, and and what colour will you wear? <laughs> Irish, of course, PJ, for God's sake. <laughs> if you caught me in half, I'm green. <laughs> but to be fair, yesterday I did, when I was grand marshalling, I did make sure that I had the colours of the, the blood and bandage on my hat. Okay, because um, if I went back to Ireland or back to Cork, particularly, you know, having given a nod to where I come from, I'm sure I wouldn't be allowed back in again. So, um, but to answer your question, most likely Waxies in Leicester Square. There's always great atmosphere down there. It is, yeah, and they've got Waxies little sister as well. Actually, it's up the road from there. That's a great pub. Fabulous atmosphere. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. And it's a real place to go if you're, especially for matches. It's pricey now, but it's a great, it's a great pub, fantastic. And congratulations! Yesterday, how did yesterday come about? That must have been some honour. Oh my God! I mean, honestly, now I, I have to say to you, right? Um, I mean, I'm a grown woman now, you know, moving on. But I have felt, I felt childishly excited. Um, at such an incredible honour. I never expected in a million years to ever receive anything like that um, but what happened was there, the community advisory board for the St. Patrick's Festival for the mayor is made up of representatives of the Irish community and they decide every year you know who they think would be appropriate for, for receiving that honour and for some reason they decided that it was to be me this year um, to do with the work I've done in the community because it's been quite diverse because aside from the cultural centre and the online network um, I also as I think I mentioned chaired the, um, the Mayor of London St. Patrick's Festival Advisory Forum for 10 years and was part of the team that helped to save the Cultural Centre when the, prem- the local council tried to put the premises up for sale. And then also um, went on to you know, uh, look after the Ireland Funds uh, uh, chapter, which is uh, Ireland Funds is a global philanthropic 
network. So there's a GB chapter and I was looking after that for a few years. So I've done a lot in the community and I think they felt that, you know, someone who's actually done work in the community would be a, would be a worthy recipient this year. And I was just so blessed and privileged to be that, the recipient of it. So I went out there yesterday and as I said to my, my family, um, you know, my mum and dad are living in Killeen's there. Um, hello, everybody. <laughs> my sister and my brothers and my, and my Ballygibbonite um, family. You know, it, it's, a, it's a privilege. You're t- it was a torchbearer role for me in my heart because... You're representing your family, you're representing Cork, you're representing, you know, the people who went before you from the 50s, you know, who who did it in less happier times Mm -hmm. and less easier times. And our job, I think, when you get those kind of moments is to kind of try and remember that, take the spirit with you and pass it forward in a better condition than you, you know, than than we find it. So for me, it was an an absolute honour that I can't even properly describe. And you had the, the the red and white on, of course, to signify. Oh, yeah. Someone just on the phone there saying that was important. Yes, I'm, I'm more interested in whether she wore the Cork jersey or the Cork colours when she's Grand Marshal. I think in Grand, a Cork jersey might have been pushing it, but certainly, <laughs> certainly wore the colours. Well, if you um, if they check on on any of the photographs online, you'll see the red and white around my hat. So, and you know what was wonderful about it was as we went along, because I actually had, unfortunately, an operation in my foot a couple of weeks ago, so I couldn't walk the route. They had to golf golf buggy me across the route. But as I was going down that route, and the man who was driving me actually was from Bendon, Mick, a great, great man altogether. And um, there's the Cork Rebels, like, were, or take, were took over took over St. Patrick's Festival, I think, this year. Um, there was a lot of Cork people on the route, and they spotted my hat, which was great. And there there was a whole, oh, every part of the route I went along, there was this sort of, up the rebels. I I shouted back at them, up the rebels. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't forget where I come from, I can tell you. Do you get home much? I do, yeah. I'm back sort of pretty much every month. And, you know, also because um, the family gets very odd about my accent. So if I, like, stay too long over here and there's any twang at all, I go back and, like, get slapped over on the head. They so still, I, um, they I just go still back regularly. Do, you can't come back trouble. here with a twang. Don't come back here. Come back here with anything, but don't come back here with a twang. <laughs> I get slapped around the head if I did, I'd say. <laughs> well, congratulations on, on yesterday and huge Thank congratulations you. for the 6th of April. That's going to be someday. Or oh, 28th of April, yeah. yeah the that's, 28th um, of April. That's right, yeah. No, I'm thrilled to pieces. That's a massive honour. And um, uh, there'll be another piece to that, actually, in September because you get you have the ceremony at the Guildhall, which is a beautiful building in the city of London and then in September you get an opportunity to hunt the or to herd the um, the sheep over London Bridge as part of the of the of becoming a freeman of the city of London so um, that seems to be the part that my family are more interested in actually is hunting the sheep over the bridge I can't wait to see the pictures <laughs> can't wait to see the pictures you'll have to wear a cork jersey that day Oh, absolutely, 100%. And you can hold me to it. <laughs> Katrina, congratulations on everything. Wonderful to hear about your work. Katrina Casey, Grandmaster for the London Patrick's Day Parade yesterday and to be a Freeman of London in April for her work there with the Irish community over many years. Courts 96 FM.